Hello and welcome to Candor Beach's weekly recap. So this is our first episode for the weekly recap. Uh, what we are hoping to do is look through things that caught our eye over the last week and then walk you through that. We're going to give you our opinions. We're going to give you an idea of how this might impact us. And without further ado, Silish, I'm going to let me share my screen. Let's get on with this. So the first thing that we thought about was Apple's new iPhone. Um, on the 12th of September, we had a new, we had a WWDC, we had a new iPhone get uh, announced, the iPhone 15 and 15 Pro. We got two new watches with the Apple Watch Series 9 and Apple Watch Ultra 2. And earlier this week, we got iOS 17. And my opinion, there's absolutely nothing new in these phones. Zilch, nada. Z I already said zilch. Which is sort of reflective of the Apple motto with this particular phone. There's, there's precious little improvement. There's precious little. I mean, I'm sure it's people have worked hard on it. They've got this whole new titanium casing, which, by the way, is not as durable as the stainless steel one. There have been drop tests done already. And people have found that the Apple 14 Pro with the stainless steel case is a little more durable than the titanium one, simply because the curved edges that they've added, like these, the 15 has uh, exaggerated curves. And while curves are normally nicer, but while uh, what, what happens with the curves <laughs> is that it gives you better grip on the phone, but it also exposes the glass a little more. And that is that has affected durability. With the Apple Watch Series 9 and the Ultra 2, we have a clip from MKBHD where he's quite literally saying that nobody notices it because there's no different form factor. Honestly, you could never even tell if someone is wearing the new watch. Matter of fact, I've been wearing around this new Ultra 2 for more than a week now. Nobody's asked about it. Nobody can tell because it looks exactly the same. And finally, the Apple Watch Series 9, again, with minus the pinkish hue that they've added, there is absolutely no difference. It doesn't look much different. And it wasn't very exciting. Like, I would say the only real difference, the only real changes that have been brought on are to the benefit of gamers because you've got a faster chip and maybe photographers because the camera gets iteratively improved ever so slightly. So Silesh, what are your thoughts and how excited are you about this? Like if you could grade it. You you forgot the USB-C, you know? <laughs> the new change in Apple, total change. <laughs> it, it's not a new change. It's not a new change. Look, this is an Apple iPad Air. Yeah. That's a USB-C right there. The MacBook that this is being recorded the iPhone, on has USB-C. You know, Apple uh, fans are getting excited over eight-year-old technology. We just spoke about this in our the main part, but yeah, but uh, there's no improvement, lack of innovation. You know, so um, yeah, in, including the the Apple Watch, there's no big difference. Like if you look at it, like uh, okay, yeah, the 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 chip is better. You know, the the phone has now it has that. Um, dynamic island on all of them, you know, the, on, just not on the pro. Um, if you and and the and the thing is, there's uh, the disparity between the 
normal uh, iPhone 15 and the Pro with the USB uh, port speeds, which is which doesn't make a big difference. But if you are, are like a professional, it makes a big difference. And um, finally, I would rate it at between A to F. I would I would give a E. You know, I wouldn't give it an F. You know, only just because they did some improvements to the camera. Went from 12 megapixels to 48 megapixels. And I don't know how often that's going to be used, even because uh, with the previous iPhones, that that was an issue. That was an issue with space. Uh, they have this mm. new format, HEIF, which dramatically reduces the space consumption from like a 40, 50, 70 MB photo to now a 5 MB photo, which is quite impressive. Um, but yeah, like that. That's. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, like it doesn't that. compare me to. It's it's in a way, it's impressive. Like you're compressing a 70 MB file to a 5 MB file. That is impressive. But it's it's not wowing the audience anymore. So I would I wouldn't give it an E personally. I would say D. I would rate it as a D, just because it's not wowing me. But at the same time, it is like what they've done overall is is impressive. It's just not wild. It's not massive. Anyway, so yeah. moving on. We talked about how the iPhone was a little better for photographers and gamers, and gamers are front and center for our next bit. Yeah. Eilish? So, um, you know, most most of these phones, everything is like upgrading the chip, making bigger GPUs, you know, like uh, the the, uh, the graphics card are, uh, you know, improving. Just for so that you know the people you know like gamers um, are being targeted. That's going to be the next next frontier for the entire industry. You know, like the luxury brands are targeting gamers because gamers have a lot of money. You know, and you know how you know and the luxury brands want a piece of it. So I think if you look at it, there is a huge focus of uh, you know luxury brand industries. Um, targeting uh, gamers they have uh, in in the gaming um, you know targeting so look there was an article about it too so I think you I think you were I would say that I, yeah I, I would say that it's not just luxury brands I think there's been a holistic shift you hmm. would like gamers earlier and I I used to be associated as a gamer I think like I used to I, I used to sit down and play World of Warcraft Dota uh, mm. which is Warcraft 3, an extension. I, I quite enjoy gaming. And you used to have this association with gamers as absolute nerds, like people who are sitting in their rooms, caved in, playing on their computers all day. But today, thanks to streaming, there has been this shift where gamers now have a little more importance. People, Gamers have more money. Gamers are uh again like front end they they have come in front and center uh so the articles that we have here are talking about how luxury brands are now focusing on the 188 billion dollar industry that is uh what gamers can potentially provide you have the likes of apple microsoft sony all targeting have been they've they've been focused on gaming for a while they're just improving uh 
they're, they're making leaps and bounds in that industry. Microsoft recently acquired, I shouldn't say recently anymore, right? it's been a couple of years now, a year at least, two years. Mm -hmm. Like it hasn't gone through yet, but Microsoft and Activision, their, yeah. their acquisition there. Uh, Apple's increased focus on better processing, better GPUs so that you can now game on mobile devices. They've got Apple Arcade that they announced a couple of years back. Uh, Sony Thank coming you. up with new iterative uh, improvements. They, they came up with a new product, uh, the, so the PlayStation Portal, which is now a handheld mm -hmm. device that, another handheld device that you can play. Like Nintendo's always been massive in the industry with its Switch. So gamers are now being focused on, and like you will also see that Japan, Japan is now incorporating video games into their, uh, into their room. It's becoming a part of the furniture. People are now looking at getting in soundproofed rooms, uh, rooms where there are no visual glares. Those are USPs. Those are things that people are focusing on. And of course, you have more and more platforms, more and more brands targeting gamers. So once yeah, again, Simon, throwing it to you. Yeah, Sorry? Dressed is actually, um, the app uh, Dressed is actually pretty big. It's uh, uh, it's a way where you can go virtual. You know, you can, you know, you're, uh, you create your own avatar and you go on there and you can actually try on all the luxury, uh, you know, luxury products and see how they look on you. So that is a new way of looking at, you know, completely virtual, like a metaverse universe, you know. So uh, Dressed is, is the coming up uh, app actually, which will which will actually take Take everything by a storm, I think. Especially you should in, definitely uh, try it out, Silish. I think I think you yeah. look great for the Birkin bag. <laughs> Pink hair for me. Yep. Um, all right. So, so what did you rate this out? How excited are you about this? This I'm. I would rate it at you know like a B. You know, there's a lot of potential that's new, and you know, there, there, there can be a great innovation um, uh, achievements in it. So, yeah, definitely a B. What about you? As a former, as a former gamer, a solid A. Honestly, like if I, I've been looking at soundproofing my own room, not just not for gaming, but like yeah. so I do music. And soundproofing is something that would be an incredible quality of life improvement. Um, what else? Like anti glares. I have four screens staring at me right now and like where I'm sitting. So um, I think like a gamer, gamer setup would definitely be something that I would care about whether I was playing games or not. The fact that luxury brands are now paying attention to this, uh, this, these group of people is fantastic in my opinion. It's, it's wonderful to see an evolution, an overall evolution. I hope they don't get over, uh, overly carried away. Like, as an example, you have uh, companies like Steam, and they've been selling skins on some of the on a lot of games, like including Dota. And mm -hmm. the fact that you're buying, the fact that people are spending upwards of fifty, hundred, two hundred dollars on digital skins it is a little hard yeah. for me to swallow you i think you'd mentioned this a few days ago that uh people have been buying 
houses worth two hundred thousand dollars on the metaverse. That is a concept that's that, still a little yeah. hard for me to swallow. But I think it's potentially a step in the right direction. It will become mainstream. It will become mainstream soon. So long as there's enough realism, I'm fine. Anyway, number three. The Fed yeah, so, so we were discussing it. Like uh, I was uh, saying, uh, the Fed's going to raise at least 25 basis points more. Um, but they came out with not raising it. Um, I'm I'm glad they didn't raise it. It's it's going to be a disaster if they raised it. Um, I mean, if you look at it, like the inflation cooled off a little bit, and so they didn't have to raise it, but they still they didn't you know, lower it down. It's uh, the hike is still 22 year. It's at the, it's at 22 year high. So that's that's one major issue. They didn't lower it down, so I think they're gonna keep it like this for a little bit more. Uh, so for a while, I, I guess, I read, till the end of the year. I read speculation, and I speculated myself that they weren't going to uh, change rates for a while. The inflation is coming down slightly, but it's not coming down at a rapid pace. They would want for this to be controllable and. Like I believe reducing the rates at this point in time might be a little too soon because inflation hasn't come down sufficiently just yet. Um, I didn't think that they would raise the raise the raise the rates just yet. That was uh, part of our discussion. That was because uh, I thought that it would be disastrous for the economy. With rate hikes, you already see the yeah. stock market getting. Uh, bogged down slightly and that would just exacerbate the situation if you pushed it a little further because borrowing would become a little more expensive there'd be less capital to spend uh loans would get more expensive because of the interest that you're paying and that would also curb down the overall spending within the economy because again less capital to uh less capital less liquidity overall in the economy because borrowing becomes more expensive of course so I didn't think that the Fed was going to do that to the U.S. economy just yet. I think it would also Sorry? hurt the banks. So I think it would hurt the banks too. So if you look at it, yeah, like the 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 hikes actually caused those major banks collapse. You know, like the uh, Silicon they Valley run on bank, the bank. You know, the, the run on the bank yeah. caused the collapse. But yeah, the hikes influenced I mean, because the treasury bills that they influence. held. So, the bonds that they held were, they, they had to fire sale when the run on the banks came in. Anyway, so that's good news that the Fed has not hiked rates. And that's, those are the three major focuses that we had for you, for you guys today. Um, Apple's new rating products. Fed. What about yeah, the rating on that? I'm going to come to that. I clearly forgot, but I'm going to come to that. The the focus on gamers and the Fed. Uh, my rating on the Fed decision, I think, is a B. Like, I'm glad they didn't change it. I would have been... I, I don't know what would be a great... Uh, like, what would be a good action for them? I think... No, I, I'm going to change that. I'm going to say A, because it is the perfect action. Like, you shouldn't be reducing rates at this point in time. And you shouldn't be increasing rates at this point in time. So what else could they do? What they did, I think, was a stellar job by not raising rates. By not changing um, rates, pardon me. 
No, I, I, me, I would go with a C because, you know, it would have been better if they uh, lowered them down, like probably 25 basis points. You know, but then you'd be back they, to facing they inflation, in my opinion. Like you're, you'd be back to facing higher inflation. Like you want the inflation to get curbed, you want the inflation to get pushed down. You need, uh, you need people to actively change their consuming uh, behavior, their purchase behavior, and that's yeah, only going to happen if it's something that they're experiencing over a period of time, not a short pinch. Sure. Um, yeah, um, we can agree uh, to disagree. Um, <laughs> uh, sure, I would give it a B, I would say. Okay, so we both upped our rating by a plus one. Finally, yeah, sure. we've got our special mentions. One, there have been talks about uh, the fact that Apple and Google have a monopoly over the their app stores, their respective platform app stores. And there have been discussions by the European Union amongst other bodies about how uh, these, these companies, these tech giants need to allow for changes, need to allow for other companies to step in to reduce this monopoly. PhonePay, this Indian company, is payments company is coming out with its own app store uh, that's been released to Android de developers. We don't know whether they're going to provide sufficient impetus for people to join this, sign up for this app store, but there's that. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Bless Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, um, Thank you. Go ahead. Yeah, Rupert um, I think I think uh, this is something uh, pretty new. Like I, I, I kind of um, welcome it because um, he, uh, I think he, uh, the downfall of Fox News started with talk, uh, talk, uh, firing of Tucker Carlson. So Tucker went out and he has about, on his videos, he got 100 million impressions on Twitter. I mean, X, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Rupert Murdoch um, kept Fox News and uh, Wall Street Journal very alive. Yeah, I would say, um, the the industry welcomes it and um that's another very good uh, news what do you think about it i mean he's he's ruled the roost for what seven decades so mm. I, I guess like i guess there's... all the i would say that you know the the dinosaurs are giving it to the kids right so like the george soros rupert murdoch um, you know, passing on the, the gavel. The uh, Ambani as well. Oh, yeah, Ambani. Yeah. Ambani as well. Um, yeah. What I was going to say, and uh, what I was going to say about it is, I think it's good to have, to allow investors to experience new leadership for, an, uh, for, for a period of time, like as opposed to if it was a little more sudden, like say in case it was, uh, God forbid, because of their demise, that we experience this change, then there would be white stone. Well, there, there would be uh, panic. But if people yeah, can experience newer leadership, yeah, it's it's smoother transition, and I think that's a key benefit that you get out of this. All right, finally, the last piece up here, stylish. Yeah, um, I kind of dig it. You know, YouTube, uh, uh, YouTube uh, create. 
Like mm -hmm. I'm, it took me a while to learn uh, the Da Vinci one, right? So, and uh, YouTube is actually way easier. I see. I, I was looking at videos how the editing of videos through YouTube create, and uh, this is this will be a game changer if they actually, you know, like, you know, like if everybody starts using it, and it's very easy. Uh, it looks very easy to edit on YouTube create. My opinion, you have, Da Vinci and Final Cut Pro uh, are are going to be uh, tools that professionals use. YouTube Create mm. is something that professionals professionals might dabble with, but it's primarily yeah. targeted to, towards your Canva audience, the audience that uh, you know isn't necessarily like a graphics designer or uh, someone who's proficient with design, but can now like that's what Canva did, right? Like it enabled people. Now graphics designers believe that Canva yeah. has brought down uh, creativity to an extent, or the quality of design overall, because it's increased time to market. I mean, it's decreased time to market, and it's enabled a larger population. Uh, it's empowered a larger population to do what they were doing. But beyond that, I think mm -hmm. YouTube Create is going to occupy the same place. It's going to occupy the same position. It's going to empower uh, a newer generation to uh, get in there and create content. So from that perspective, I guess it's a good thing. I am a little concerned about how it's going to stack up versus DaVinci Resolve or uh, Final Cut Pro. And that might be a bit of an issue because like, here's the thing, like if you want to be a good creator, if you want to win out in a, in a large market, in a sea, uh, in a sea of people, you are going to have to differentiate your product. Now, when you're enabling more people to differentiate or uh, enabling more people to bring in the, this designing, uh, the, the, bring in their capabilities with design, the problem is the differentiation is going to, the, the requirement for differentiation is going to be that much more. You are going to have to work that much harder to create better stuff. And if you are going to have to work harder, it normally means you're going to have to spend a little more. So I think it's going to become a little more expensive for people who are already using professional grade software. I feel that's, like uh, that was what I was thinking. You paid for Final Cut Pro and it's burning you. <laughs> Dude, I paid 25K for Final Cut Pro. And and then there were all of these add-ons as well. But, uh, I'm, I'm not regretting the purchase. And I'm not saying that YouTube Create should have like a payment wall or something of that sort. I'm just thinking that now people are going to up their game and say, all right, now if you want to compete with the people that YouTube Create has got, spend more. That's not something I yeah. particularly care for. I agree with that. Yeah, I don't think uh, we don't we don't need ratings on the mentions, I guess. All well, right, so... Thank you so much for tuning in to a new form of episodes. We're going to try and keep this short. This was a little longer than we had hoped for. We'll try and keep this a little sh shorter going forward. But thank you yeah, for watching and see you in the next one. Thank you.